right, folks, what is going on? This is 648 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am Viv Baller, or we'll be talking about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. And uh, today we're going to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers coming into Atlanta. And uh, they're going to be playing against the Falcons um, tomorrow. So episode 649 will be uh, pretty much uh, surrounded by that uh, game because I think they play like at 530, which is fairly early um, for us because we usually get the show up around about 9, 9.15 p.m. every evening. So we should have a pretty good good, uh, bit of content to talk about on uh on episode 649 but 648 is going to be somewhat of a preview and um to be quite honest it looks like it's going to be uh it's going to be a carbon copy of last game when they played against the Bengals. so i'm gonna give you my thoughts and opinions on the depth chart that has been released a couple days ago and what i think what should happen uh in this game so we'll just get into it if this is your first time here welcome i can be found on youtube and rumble I'm also on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Uh, Stitcher's going to be going down within the next uh, week or so. So uh, if you're on Stitcher, please, I uh, can't tell you this enough to move over to another podcast avenue because Stitcher will be going down. They were bought out by XM Sirius, and uh, I think they're going to be on Pandora as well. It, it, it's it's, it's, it's kind of weird what they're changing into, but nevertheless, I am in the process of fulfilling that void and put another podcast avenue up for you guys hopefully if if the process and everything goes through we will be on another platform so uh, with that being said i could be found on twitter or x at via baller and the website is first com. i am still in the process of working on the website it's, it's up and running it's just i want to put more stuff on it so um it's a one-man show so please uh bear with me uh maybe i need to hire someone to help me with the website uh wouldn't hurt it would not hurt so um nevertheless let's just go ahead and get right into this um the falcons coming off of a 13-13 tie against the cincinnati Bengals, and they're going to go and play against the steelers last time we played against the steelers it was last year we lost 19 to 16 one of those close games that we could have won but uh it was about about 13 games like that last year so uh but you know how it goes but this is preseason and a lot of new faces, uh, a lot of guys in new places. And uh, from what I'm seeing on the depth chart, I'm, I'm actually surprised that the depth chart is the way it is. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to see the first team. If we do, I will be extremely surprised. Um, I'm not really sure. If we do, it'll probably be one series once again. And uh, I know it's going to upset some people. I know a certain radio host that was pretty upset about that had to delete a tweet, but we're not going to talk about that person today. I just thought it was funny that, you know, uh, you know, I, I will say this real quick. Desmond Ritter, I'm not going to say he's the real deal, but he is solid enough to take care of what we're trying to do. Um, as of right now, I do, I, I do feel confident giving him the reins of him, you know, going out there and performing. I think he's going to be all right. So I think a lot of people are just a little nervous you know, coming from Matt Ryan and you saw what happened with Mariota and there's no way. I don't think that, uh, I don't think Desmond Ritter be any worse than Mariota. So let's, let's, let's chill out a little bit, but the first team is pretty much on the depth chart. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't see us playing the first team just for safety and health concerns. You want to get these guys ready for the regular season against the Panthers. And, um, 
cut date is the night oh not 19th but the 29th of august so i expect to see a lot of other players coming in to try to impress the coaches impress the staff and see if they can make a spot on the team so um maybe maybe we'll see a you know a drive maybe two drives i'm not necessarily sure but uh i would not be surprised if we we don't see him at all so uh with that being said um I don't expect much in this game. I don't expect much, but what I will say, I will tell you that there's a few guys that I'm looking on this depth chart that's probably fighting for a spot on the team. And uh, I'm just going to, you know, just go down a couple of names and give you my thoughts and opinions on them. For one, let's talk about the trenches. Let's talk about the offensive line. Um, Tyler Rabel, I'm looking at him and I don't, I did not like what I've seen so far. Um, but I really see him being on the chopping block. Um, great name, come from a great football background, but I don't see him actually making any strides to actually stay on the team. He's act, he, To be honest, he hasn't outplayed Jalen Mayfield, which in some cases I kind of thought he would have been able to. So at right tackle, it looked like it's going to be McGarry to Mayfield. Vrabel is the outside guy looking in. Um, as far as anybody else on that um, on that side, I don't see anyone else, but I'm pretty sure that we will probably end up seeing maybe one more person on that offensive line being dropped. Um, there's other guys that are on the team that's probably going to end up making the team. I see Trevor Reed. He was just recently signed. I see him making the roster, even though he didn't show much. He just has more potential and more upside. And you kind of saw what you saw out of Rabel. So um, outside of that, I don't see anyone else. Maybe Barry Wesley, but uh, the one person that does stand out a lot is Tyler Vrabel. Um, I, I don't, I don't see him making a team and it, it kind of sucks. Um, when you start going outside of the offensive side of the trenches, let's look at the tight ends. We got six on board. I would not be surprised. If we try our best to keep all of these guys because all six of them are actually pretty good. That's going to be tough from Pitts, Hesse to Fitzpatrick, John Smith, uh, Pruitt and Fisk. Um, Smith and, and Pitts are not going anywhere. Fitzpatrick has shown that he could play. He had a few catches in the preseason. Uh, I probably would like to see him on the team. He has stepped up big time because he was like a, a special teams guy last year, and he's kind of like moved forward to actually catching some passes. Um, Parker Hesse could be the outside guy looking in, if I had to guess. And he did play okay as well. But when you're looking at the, uh, you're looking at the, the depth chart and everything, uh, I can see um, Hess or Fisk could be one of the guys that could they could drop, um, but uh, it's a toss up on that. But I do like Fitzpatrick; his stock is going up, and I can see how that could be um, could, could play out. Now, when you look at receivers, we got a lot of them. We got six, seven, eight, nine. Let's see, seven, eight, nine, ten receivers on the depth chart right now. Um, I do see our Sega. Whiteside making the team. Kadero Hodge. I don't know. Um, I didn't see much out of Kadero Hodge this preseason. I'm not sure about that. He is a fan favorite. Him and Mac Hollins are close, but I'm not really sure. Um, Keelan Harris didn't see much from him. Uh one person I did uh I was kind of uh in you know disappointed in is Zay Malone. Zay Malone dropped that pass in the end zone. It was not the best catchable ball. But that cut that catch would have be, would have beaten the Cincinnati Bengals. And when you look at two minute drills, you look at 
uh, ways to win games. You want guys on the team with some hands. And uh, Zay Malone, I like him. But to be honest, you would probably see somebody like that on the chopping block. I think Penny Hart, Slade, Bolden, maybe Max. I think those three guys are probably safe. Um, I, I, I'm not 100% sure. Josh Ali, eh, I don't know. I don't know. But when it comes to um, guys who may be dropped, Zay Malone might be that guy. Uh, I didn't see much out of Penny Hart, but I do like him, even though he's a Georgia State Panther. I do like him, and I want to see him around. I think he does pretty good on special teams as well. And with our receiver situation, we can use all the receivers we can get, so we may just cut one. That's just my personal assessment. Fullbacks, I don't think the fullback is going to be touched. I think Smith and Rakovich is going to stay on the team. Um, when it comes to running backs, who we got five on the roster right now, um, Patterson, Algier, B. John Robinson is safe. Um, I cannot pronounce his last name, so I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to call him by his first name. Godwin looked really good with the third and um, second and third string. Carlos Washington looked good, too, and there's a lot of high praise for Carlos Washington. One of these two guys will probably end up on the practice squad. I, I can see that pretty easily because you got to think about it. Um, Coach, is, he wants to run a two- or three-man uh, running back uh, situation like he did last year. We had Cordell Patterson. We had Tyler Algier. And, um, oh, man, we had the other guy. Oh, man, I forgot his name. Oh, I just did, a, I just did an episode on him. But we had the third guy. He ended up tearing his Achilles. And he's gone. I mean, I know somebody in the comment section of the show will, will tell me. That's on YouTube. Will let me know who he is. Ah, uh, goodness, I forgot his name. I'm not really good with names. That that really sucks. Uh, so, like I said, they try to run a three man um show when it comes to running backs. So, um, you got to think about it. Cordell Patterson. Um, the sun is starting to set on him. Don't get me wrong. I think he's still very, very valuable for the rest of the season. But you got to understand that we could be in a situation where we definitely, I don't see us run, drafting another running back coming in the following season unless something drastic happens. So um, one of these guys, Carlos Washington or um, Godwin, could possibly just be on the practice squad just ready to go. And um, you just got to think about it. Because I, I don't think we're going to re-sign Cordell Patterson after this year is over. When it comes to quarterbacks, I think all three quarterbacks are going to stay on the team. I don't see, um, it's going to be really hard to get I mean, to hold on to Logan Woodside, he looked really good. Um, so that's going to be a tough one. Jumping over to the defense, um, let's look at the trenches once again. Start with the defensive lineman. Lineman, we got three positions. We practically run like a hybrid 3-4. And we got a lot of guys here, a lot of guys. Um, what I'm seeing here is <laughs> Joe Gaziano maybe not making the team. Uh, Albert Huggins probably not as well. Um, I do like Zach Harrison. Timmy Horn actually looked pretty good too. He could be a, a stock up type of guy. Um, you also, uh, I, I don't see that. LaCale London, I saw him do a, a little bit. I think that was him on the field last game. He done a little bit of something. But I think Timmy Horn really showed what he can do. So between him, Joe Gaziano, I think Joe Gaziano is going to be beat out by Zach Harrison as far as the backup. Um, Zach Harrison has been looking really, really good. So um, we're probably going to lose a handful of guys over there. I don't know, but it's just a couple of names that stand out right there. Uh, let's see. Caden Ellis, uh, the inside linebackers. Go to inside linebackers, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, inside linebackers, Caden Ellis is um, obviously 
he's going to be on the team. Him, Troy Anderson, Bud Dupree, uh, Arnold Ebiketti, they're going to be the linebackers. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm not a really big fan of Arnold Ebiketti being outside linebacker. I'm just not. I like him being the edge rusher. So if they're going to move him down on the line more, I think that's going to benefit him a lot. So I guess with the 3-4, he's going to be a little bit closer to the, the uh, to the line. And that's going to be really good. Him and Bud Dupree should give a lot of pressure to the quarterback this upcoming season. Now, when you look at the other linebackers, I think Tay Davis played very well. Mike Jones Jr. is another one that played pretty good. Um, Frank Genda, I'm not too sure. He's kind of a so-so. I don't know. D'Angelo Malone, uh, I, I hate to say it, man. D'Angelo Malone's kind of been an outside guy looking in. Do I think they cut him? I'm not sure, but he's been the outside guy looking in. You let guys like Mike Jones and Tay Davis really set the stage. Nate Landman is another one, a guy that was undrafted last year that really stepped up to be the backup behind Troy Anderson. He looked pretty good in, in preseason as, as well. Ogan Deje is the backup for Arnold Abiketti. I'm, I think he's, I'm not sure. I, I thought he was injured, but I'm not sure. Can't remember. I have to go back and look. So the guys who stand out, Tay Davis and Mike Jones, I mean, these guys looking really good. So, uh, D'Angelo Malone, maybe this is the game that he comes in to play in preseason and be the guy that uh, steps up for, um, well, I'm not going to say step up, but play more in this preseason game. Uh, when it comes to the cornerbacks, uh, let's see. I don't see any issue with what I see on the cornerbacks. Breon Borders, so-so. Um, he could be the only one I could really see that was a little so-so throughout the entire, uh, you know, preseason so far. He's probably going to get more reps on the team uh, on this game as well. DeMarco Helms has made the team and there's no, and, and Jalen Hawkins better be, be, better be very worried. I think DeMarco Helms made this team and uh, he's had a phenomenal preseason and there's no way that they cut him. Um, bless Austin. Didn't see much out of him. Jeff Okuda heard that he's going to be um, probably ready for week one, so that's great. But um, you're probably going to see more DeMarco Hellman's on the, on the field. Uh, I think the rest of the guys, Mike Abernathy has played pretty good. Clark Phillips has been good. Mike Hughes played fairly well. But Breon Borders is yeah, so-so. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. The rest of the guys are okay. You know the other guys, you know, um, Terrell Bates, uh, Grant Alford, and Jeff Okuda, those guys are safe. They're not. I, I'd really be surprised if they cut any of those guys. But um, just looking at the guys that are behind them, Jalen Hawkins has been really quiet this uh all, this preseason. Kind of similar to D'Angelo Malone. Will they show up something in this game? You know. So this is what I mean. Like this game is going to be the deciding factor. Who's going to be you know be moved off the team? Uh, in my opinion. Uh, so a lot of these guys are probably gonna get a lot of playing time. So the guys that I name. They're going to be the ones you probably see more of this uh, this game coming up tomorrow. And um, it's going to be uh, really interesting, you know. So, But I, those are the guys that I named that I feel like they're going to be on the chopping block. Um, I did name some guys who did step up. You know, like I said, Timmy Horn looked really good as a backup. You know, you also had um, also John Fitzpatrick, the tight end, looked pretty good. You know, um, even, you know, Abernathy um, played okay. Cornell Armstrong wasn't bad either. And I can't say any much more about DeMarco Hellman's. So it, it, it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. So 
Um, let me know what you guys think. I'm really, really interested to see how this uh, goes. Um, I'm going to be watching the game and give my thoughts and opinions, and the game is over tomorrow. And um, that's pretty much how it's going to be for tonight. Um, uh, if you like this commentary, hit the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Um, what are you looking for in this game? I think all the guys that I mentioned are probably the ones I'm going to be looking at, seeing what they're going to be able to do, what they can pull off, if they're going to be able to um, make the team with their play. That's probably like their last chance to show what they can do. And also they may be showing off what they can do for other teams that may pick them up if they do happen to get cut. So it's always an audition when you're in, a, in the NFL. So it's going to be really interesting to see. So I could be found on YouTube and Rumble, also on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google Podcasts. Find your way off of Stitcher by the end of the week because Stitcher's going to be going down and um, try to find another avenue to um, uh, have the podcast on. So we'll see that from there. Uh, I could be found on Twitter or X at VF Baller. Over there, I'll talk about things that don't really make it to the show. And uh, also, the website is firstandfrayrace.com. All right, y'all, I'm going to get up out of here. You guys enjoy the rest of your evening, and we'll be back to talk about the last preseason game of the season, and we'll just go from there. All right, y'all, y'all be blessed. Y'all take it easy. All right, y'all, peace.